Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code Wrestling2XPod. Again, the code Wrestling2XPod. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zang. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Bro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> You are listening to and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C with better internet now. Chino Liao, completely healthy. And Romoran with a refreshed raw underground background. All checking in for tonight. Still no camus for this week. So if you want to send love, send some good vibes to our friend. Hit him up at Caveman Camus. But for us tonight, like we said in pre-show, Dami natin pag-usapan. Grabe, sobrang dami nangyari. I Wrestling, man. I wouldn't say I'm completely healthy. I am still fat, but uh, COVID-free. So, yeah, so that's the whole point. That's what he meant. Yeah. For, uh, In the healthy. time of the pandemic, that's all we can ask for. Yes, okay. Thank, thank you then. Yes, in that regard, yes. Uh, healthy. Right. Right? Uh, okay. Still, uh, so, I'm, I'm just glad that we're all healthy. You know, we're all healthy. Our internet connections are all working fine. Uh, thank you, by the way, to everybody who's already tuned into the stream. You can send in your comments, your questions, if you want to uh, chime in sa mga pag-uusapan natin, you know. Um, how about we start off with whatever is in Rose's background, and that is Raw Underground. Because clearly, <laughs> that's what's on everybody's mind coming off of yesterday's episode of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> that's the one thing that stuck out. That and the whole the technical difficulties that happen in the background and those two things that stuck up yeah i don't know it's hilarious because it's for some reason out of nowhere because oh may may underground shoot fighting club so somewhere in the performance center and then uh there is an entire new atmosphere somewhere in the performance center with uh no ropes go go girls dancing uh somewhere Shane McMahon uh, building it up, uh, coming out of retirement for, to give us this uh, hilarious take on shoot fighting. And nobody knows why. Nobody knows why it's here. It's, it's just like, here and we're supposed to take it. And it's kind yeah. of fun, I guess, but nobody knows exactly what it's for. It, we, we, it reminds me, we, we saw it last night, and it reminds me a lot of Brawl for all back in the attitude era 
kung naabutan niya yun, good for you. But if you're not, Raw for All was basically a boxing match in the middle of Raw. It was an actual boxing match between wrestlers who don't know how to box, guys. I mean, bad form all around. But the whole thing... Bart Gunn. Lips Bart Gunn, Maruno. No, he only learned after he ah, okay. won. That's the thing. Okay. He was just a tough guy that didn't that managed not to get knocked out. But all throughout, it was just guys who were punching each other. This like gas out because boxing takes incredible cardio, right? And we were talking about the attitude era here, where six foot guys were uh, just knocking each other senseless, right? So anyway, basically, this one was a well executed uh version for me because it didn't sound it didn't look as intentional as brawl for all was yeah i agree uh maganda naman yung pagkagawa niya it's that it's clearly making use of the cinematic format in a good way so i don't know i'm all for it uh it's one way i'm, I'm guessing it's to debut someone because that one of the big guys was mowing through the other jobbers. It didn't look like jobbers, to be fair with you. See, uh, Babatunde. Just... Babatunde, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so... actually been he's actually been teased a bunch of times. See, he was in Evolve uh, doing his thing there. And he's been on a few... It's a main event, the main event movie on Netflix. I believe he was part of that too. So he's been around the WWE uh, periphery. Uh, and since he fits the mold of a larger dude that looks like a, a ton of beef um then we're gonna see and it's no doubt that we'll see babatunde or whatever he's called um debut in a wwe ring sana gawin na let's ano. get to some comments about i just want to say i just wanted to add sana um i just wanted to put some stakes on it like if this is going to be a thing on raw every week you might as well put down the 24/7 championship in it. At least um, I think bagay doon yung pagka spontaneous ng 24/7 championship to the whole underground feel. We got some comments on the live stream. Uh, we've got Nico who says that Raw Underground is fake fighting on a show about fake fighting which you know I'll, I'll give them credit for it. The fact that it wasn't a shoot fight made me not scared at all to watch it and made me feel like okay, I can enjoy this kasi at least um, Lance says that this is the Shane McMahon midlife crisis party, and I kind of agree because it's off brand kay Shane McMahon. Uh, you know, siya and everything. It's not edgy, but edgy nung dating ng Raw Underground. So that was kind of odd. Uh, Steven says, It's more fun Wrestle House from Impact kaysa sa Raw Underground. You know, we're only coming off of one week, so I'm going to give it a, f- uh, a few more weeks before I fully judge it. And um, I I, fu- I found it funny when uh, Dio Madden or Brennan Williams got involved because all of a sudden we're supposed to forget that Dio Madden was ever a raw commentator. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden he became some <laughs> random Jack Black guy. Yeah, and then like wasn't this guy on the commentary team? And but then what was funny was a few uh, just a segment before that we saw another commentary guy in Samoa Joe step up to a wrestler. In Seth Rollins, there are no rules now. They just they just threw out the rule book and just did whatever. 
I think it's entertaining. No, to be fair, wrestler naman talaga si Samoa Joe. Eh. I, I mean, at least may sense yun nung, nung si Samoa Joe, he stood up to Seth Rollins. May sense, kasi he was going after Tom Phillips, who's a non-wrestler. And Samoa Joe was uh, demonstrating na you look after one of your own. So he's part of the broadcast team, then he protects his fellow broadcasters. So I, I thought that it made sense. And it uh, even though it made us forget for a while na Joe was the heel commentator, uh, because he did the babyface thing by standing up to Seth Rollins. My legitimacy pa rin given Joe's pedigree as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, Dio Madden is also a wrestler. Uh, we're saying yeah, what's Dio up Madden, to... Dio Madden sorry, also, sorry, Dio Madden, exactly what Rose said, is also a wrestler. He's on a NXT. Diba? So, I mean, it's not... Co- I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm also saying that uh, this guy is also warranted uh, to be more than just a jack uh, black dude with dreadlocks. Angel, say what's up to admin Angelo who co-signs your comment from Steven that Wrestle House is better than Raw Underground. Again, uh, we're gonna give it some time before we fully judge yes. what the kalalabasan ng Raw Underground. Um, as we switch gears, let's talk about Retribution because apparently that's the name. Of the faction that they teased on Raw yesterday. So you had a bunch of masked people who blew up this, this production setup or parang speakers which caused power outages during the episode of Raw. We don't know who these people are. There were rumors that the Undisputed Era was supposed to be involved. But based on uh, the way these masked people were acting, I don't think they're the Undisputed Era. So uh-huh. yun, um, I, I don't really have other, uh, other thoughts aside from those about Retribution. I actually thought it was going to be like Sina Mustafa Ali, uh, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and uh, Apollo Crews, but apparently it's not because they're off doing their own thing with the others, right? So I don't know who could this possibly be. Diba? I I am going to wager that. No, wager <laughs> away. Wager away. When you say retribution, there's some, there's some sort of vendetta involved. Diba? Like, oh. So I am going to wager and say that these are a bunch of mid carters who have who got banded, fired? who got banded together. No, not fired, <laughs> not this time. I didn't say that. I'm gonna say these are either lower ranking NXT superstars or lower ranking raw superstars who have yet to find their place in in the mold and have banded together. To um, make a name for themselves, or like like who, like like who? I want to see who, who. Give who do you have a, in mind? All right, like who do you have in mind? Give me a give me a raw mid card today. It's not funny, Kupa. It's not. Okay, I will tell you who is not who it's not because I can't remember who it, uh, the mid carders are. It's definitely not Akira Tozawa. He's a ninja yeah. now. It's definitely not um, who else. Not the hurt business, because it's not Murphy It's not Murphy and Seth Rollins, because they have their own thing. Let's so, see, you know, to, to make it easier for you, feeling because si Baron Blade is pare. Who the hell is Baron Blade? No, he doesn't. He doesn't play the game. Baron Blade is a character from WWE 2K. Right, <laughs> He's right, right over his head. Could be Drake Maverick. We don't know. Could be Drake Maverick. Where's oh, Drake yeah, Maverick? Right there, he probably. was on the Raw, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, no, uh, but yeah, he's, he's NXT technically now. under NXT. Oh, oh. Whoops. 
Uh, oh yeah, it's a good yeah. question. Si Advin Angelo says, uh, "Bahama scrap yung raw underground na maaga, same as the third, the, the third hour that was supposed to be dark before, which was which had you know yeah. black and white graphics and all that." I don't know. Um, it could be depending on how badly it does, because right now, major mixed by reactions there. I think, like it's it's getting panned uh, universally, but I think there are people like us who love it. Ironically, so we yeah, don't know. I'm, I am willing to give it a chance. You know, if it if it distracts us from the same ish that we've been seeing for months on end, and I'm willing to give it a chance. It's something different, guys. You ask for something different, yeah. and they give you this, right? Do you want them to go back to the same creative nonsense they've been doing, right? Want them to start chasing around ninjas again? No, you you ask for something different, and they give you this. So give this a chance. Sana lang beforehand. Like uh, it was kind of weird that it just showed up out of nowhere. Like nobody even had a teaser for it, right? Like nobody even teased that Shane McMahon was coming back with a new concept and all that. Yes. Oh, it, it, they only announced it on the Raw itself. The the, the Raw. Yeah, that was kind of odd. That that was pretty odd. So I was also a little yeah. shocked because uh, I, sorry, because I was watching a news video on uh, Daily Wrestling. And this was the first headline, and I couldn't even picture what it would look like. This actually, if anything, got me watching Raw again after not watching it for the weeks that I stopped. Uh, because I couldn't even picture what uh, what Raw Underground, what may mga sumasayaw na babae, huh? what is this MMA fighting style? This one fits the fan style. Like, what? I can't. So at least what is that? There's something different. It's, it's there, and you know what? I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah, right. I don't mind at this point. See, ya. speaking of another chance, Matt Cardona is now in AEW, and he's got another chance at um, you know making himself a superstar. <laughs> and I think that uh, the Broski looks pretty much as big as we've ever seen him ever. So, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of the Broski, have been since the true Long Island story. So I'm super happy to see him all jacked, full head of hair, uh, really looking energized. And uh, he's already in a, in, in a big spot right now, teaming up with Cody next week against two of the guys from the Dark Order. Uh, the funny thing here is that uh, our boy, Matt, Matt C. Havana Matt Cardones, it's going to take some getting used to. Uh, he's on a five appearance deal at the moment. So, para siya a 10-day contract with AEW. I don't know why, because it seems like one of them, either AEW or Matt himself, is testing the waters with a new company. So, I it it's only a matter of time that either they're gonna get him a longer deal, or they're just gonna you know be done with it after the after the token appearance with his friend Cody, and then maybe he'll I, try I would, oh, yeah, Brian Myers in fact. I would think that it would be Cardona testing Waters out more than AEW testing him at out on him because Cardona has been with the WWE his entire career. This is literally his second company ever after yeah, yeah. that long tenureship. So maybe he's trying to get used to how things are actually done outside the WWE. I don't know if he has in the experience if Meron Man It'd be very minimal and so far back that it might have not even stayed with him for as long. So I'm happy to see 
Long Island, Long Island Ice Z uh, on TV again. I'm happy to see that he was willing. He he did a video on it on Instagram, willing to bring back the internet championship. Uh, so I hope he brings yeah, that with him. I'm all for it. I hope he he brings that back with him because that's the gimmick that won him over with fans uh, at the very top of his career. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, there's a question from Lance since we're talking about AEW. Do you agree with what MJF said in his State of the Industry address? I loved it. I love that uh, that promo, by the way. Sobrang ganda. Um, you know, great heel work. Nakakatawa, uh, but the way he executed it was so smarmy. And his choice of words, even yung diction niya and delivery was super, super smarmy. And I think that's what a lot of heels uh, forget these days in the sense that they focus on being funny and I say this a lot na, you know um, heels sometimes think that being a heel is an excuse for them to you know make the audience go haha it's not you're supposed to make the crowd hate you and MJF doesn't care about making you laugh he really wants to make you hate him so as far as heel work is concerned I think MJF was able to get all of that done uh, pot shots notwithstanding like I, I I don't think they were unnecessary I haven't actually I, thought it like though. Now I haven't yeah. seen it. Sorry, sorry, whoever asked that question. Yeah, yeah, we I could later, but I will. Uh, I haven't. I will defer to your opinion on this, because well, as we all know already by now, MJF is a classic, quintessential heel yeah. talker. Uh, I wouldn't say classic heel wrestler to say he can still do cool shit, but he certainly knows how to how to make uh, people hate him by talking and you know by being himself on social media. He's a guy that lives the gimmick. He was in hot waters just yeah. now, a few months ago for giving for flipping off a kid. I don't know. I don't know what the true story is, but if you have the audacity to flip off a kid outside the wrestling ring, then no, but the kid you. made it, the kid made him want to do. And the kid, the kid uh, asked him. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, the kid wanted him to do okay, it. Okay, so okay. and he got up and something like that. It was a meet and greet for uh, yeah. for the kid, for MJF, and then parang gusto niyang uh, iflip off siya. I mean, good on him, man, for for doing <laughs> it. Good on it. Congrats to him. Yeah, uh, the the one thing I'll add to the MJF comments is that uh, he called out John Moxley and expressed the intent to challenge for the AEW World Championship at All Out. And the way that he called out Moxley was to say that John Moxley represents everything that's wrong with this business right now because John Moxley is part of the old guard. He's from the establishment of WWE when AEW is supposed to be the revolutionary company. So you're trying to be a revolutionary company and yet your champion is from the old guard of WWE. So what is your revolution? Mo? What, what brand are you standing for? And that is why John Moxley is not my champion. That's what he said. So that was really interesting to me. It really spoke a lot because... He, he said, now that's not my leader. He does not represent me. Therefore, I am calling that out. I want to challenge for his title so I can be the leader of this revolution. There so, was a... Yun, na pa, huh? Teka lang. Hindi siya totally heal. But it made sense. Yeah. It actually makes sense because I remember a podcast from Shoemakers uh, last year when Moxley did his whole Jericho interview and announced that he was moving to AEW with that video, right? We talked about it on this podcast. Um, he called his new finish, The Paradigm, uh, for, it was formerly known as The Dirty Deeds, now known as The Paradigm Shift. 
Now, what was interesting was somebody somewhere tweeted about him making a paradigm shift in his life by going from one millionaire to another. So it really <laughs> isn't that big a change, no? Huh? It isn't that big a change because he just moved, jumped ship. Huh? So no, I can, come on. Wait, I can, that, that, no, I mean, yes, okay, systemically, fine. Yes, but if you look at it through the same lens that MJF is looking at it, and I can totally be on board with that. That's great, man. Somebody who was smarty enough to notice that, that's great. Eh, come on. MJF has never worked for Vince McMahon, so he doesn't know the, 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 what it's like to work for that billionaire as opposed to this billionaire who would allow him to say something like that in the first place. Right? Um, I'll, I'll wrap a bow on it by saying that MJF's State of the Industry address is a front runner for promo of the year. Okay. Yes. I'll watch okay. it later in the post stream. Now that you've said that, I am yeah. definitely going to think about watching. I, it's funny, you know, I just right. wanted to point out, I just want to point out real quick that a lot of us don't catch wrestling anymore as it happens and that uh, we only watch what we want to watch when there are other people saying now, Oi, maganda tong nangyarit ng Raw or ng AEW. So you gotta watch it. So now it's okay to be spoiled as long as the spoiler is like a recommendation by someone else to go watch this thing. I think it's weird that, that this is what we've come to as a wrestling culture, wrestling family. Uh, new normally. <laughs> exactly. That's what we have to put up No, Filico, we also just got older. Filico, we also got older. Uh, you know, we're in our 30s now, all three of us. And um, it, that, that's just where we are now in life, you know? Yeah, sad. Sad that we can now say that we're in our 30s. We're all in our 30s. <laughs> Also, because Kamu isn't here yet. Yeah, also, Tang Tatlo are supposed to be doing a wrestling podcast. And we don't <laughs> even make the effort to watch this shit on a no, weekly basis. No, it's not true. It's not true. Excuse me. Like... No, no, excuse me. I keep myself updated. I oh, watch yeah. every okay. program I talk about. Okay, fair. Okay. I watch them on then. Uh, I don't you know, watch them all I, that. No, no, you I, call I, me I'm a saying... non doer, sir. No, I'm saying I'm I saying, did not say that, sir. <laughs> I'm saying I'm more inclined to watch things when there are other people vouching for it. So that is where I have personally come to. Okay. And I think that's where a lot of people have come to as well. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about myself. the rest of the rest of you guys in the comments. Uh, if you're still watching as it happens, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I update myself through other means. So I think I'm pretty equipped yeah. in that regard. Yeah, let's do a quick FGD actually. Um, let us know how you watch your wrestling. Do you wait for someone to recommend something? Do you wait for it to come across your feed? Do you go out of your way to watch it live on the same day, the day after, a week after? Let us know. We're curious. Um, we're a few minutes away from our guests from Kumu jumping in, but we still have a couple of things that we want to touch on before we get there. Uh, first off, let's talk about the rumors of a WWE draft. So clearly, WWE hasn't forgotten that they didn't draft after WrestleMania. And we're a few weeks away from SummerSlam at this point. So uh, what are the rumors you've heard about the draft so far, Ro? Uh, now, original plans that the draft was going to be held this month, like, which is August, right? And then it got pushed back, and now it's likely going to happen September or October. And it's still going to be between uh, Raw and SmackDown. So for the, what? X year in a row, NXT is snubbed from the draft. They don't get to draft anyone. 
Uh, sila yung pool. I don't know. I don't know kung sila rin yung pool or if uh, only a handful of them are the pool, but it's probably gonna be like how it used to be, where everyone on Raw and SmackDown are comprising the, the draft pool. So we'll find out more as it happens. Expect it to be around next month or two after like what happened last year. No. It it'd um, be nice to see NXT be part of the draft with their own picks. Cause remember yeah. last last year we were just talking about this. This this draft is essentially taking place before Survivor Series. The Battle of the Brands. Right? Brand exactly, supremacy. Exactly. NXT being the third brand now officially, supposedly. Uh, it would be nice if we see them uh, pick up one or two guys from the main roster and, and include them in their lineup. Right? There are people who have gone back to NXT for a spell or two, Kevin Owens being the most recent one. So it would be nice if they actually get somebody more tenured in their roster, uh, like, uh, like another Finn Balor, if you will. So that it it establishes them as an actual third brand. Now that being said, we've been talking about this for a year, so it's nice to it's nice to play around with. Pero, like, do we see this happening? Mm, sana. Pero to be fair, uh, I don't know. I've, I think they've done a good job of keeping the brands uh, distinct from one another right now. So at least they get credit for that. Uh, the only um, the only crossover I've ever seen recently is Sasha and Bailey. So, kung sila ang nilipat sa NXT just to you know, just to keep it uh, fresh. I do think that NXT does deserve its own draft picks. I do think that people deserve to get in and out of NXT as they want because. Uh, I mean, you already see how how homogenous the roster could be at times. Yeah, all I want out of a WWE draft and Survivor Series, since papalapit na rin naman siya, is for the stakes to be there. What yeah. are these people fighting for when Survivor Series happens? And I've been saying this for years. I want some prize like the winning brand gets the number 30 entry in the Royal Rumble. That way, uh, they have something to fight for as a show. And then after Survivor Series, they can all fight among themselves for the right to have the number 30 pick. Or, whether in prerogative ni William Regal, for example, for NXT. Na, oh, uh, Shayna Baszler, you gave us the win. You'll be the number 30 entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble. Mm. Something like that. Make them, make them fight for something that's worth fighting for. Yun, yun lang. That's, that's all I ask for in my wrestling. Basura underground your stakes, pala na. <laughs> Magiging member ka ng retribution, yun yung price. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're saying what's up okay. to Annalisa in the live chat, uh, asking for a shout out. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. We'll bring in our guests, by the way, in like four minutes. Uh, we're still waiting for one of them to to join us in the chat. So really quickly, then we can touch on Rusev uh, saying that he is now done with wrestling. He's now going by his real nickname, Miro, and he's now focusing on a career as a professional content creator on Twitch. I respect the hustle. I really do. Uh, I kind of figured that that's what he was going to do when he wasn't uh, in a rush to uh, join other wrestling companies. 
parang as soon as other people left WWE, parang alam mo na may ano eh, may gagawin sa lang iba or bisasalian sa lang iba kompanya. Pero for Miro, FKA Rusev, he settled pretty quickly into his new stream life that I kind of figured that since he was so into it, that's what he was gonna do for the rest of his. Maybe I don't I don't think he's gonna forever be out of wrestling though, but I don't see I don't see him coming back uh, in the foreseeable future. Okay, smart glasses on. Is this work or not? Like, is he was when he's I didn't see the stream. I don't know what he actually said, but is he one hundred percent to be believed that uh, he isn't going to wrestle, or is he leading us on to a swerve? Pwedeng, oh, pwedeng hindi. Pero, uh, I don't know where else he could go right now. Kasi, if the thing, the thing about that, with that, with, uh, with the former wrestlers, uh, from WWE, yung mga na-release ng Black Wednesday, uh, the thing about that is that they jumped on other bandwagons really quick as soon as their 90-day, uh, no-compete expired. For Miro, he really, he didn't really do that. So, that makes me think that he's pretty serious about this. Uh, shout out to Neil sa comments. Sabi niya, yung Twitch streams daw ni Miro are very wholesome. Masayang maglurk lang doon. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad somebody from our community of uh, viewers, of listeners has actually g- given it a try. Um, truthfully, I've only ever watched two Twitch streams and that includes Rose from last night. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know my way around Twitch. I'm beginning to figure it out myself pa lang. I might start streaming this week. Chino has zero, diba? So that shows how old we are. Uh, but you can follow us, by the way. We're also on Twitch. See, Rose is at Shan underscore daddy and I am at not Stan C. So there, that is those are our Twitch handles. Alright. So we have uh, more stuff to talk about in the world of wrestling. We'll get to that in a bit, but I think we're just about ready to bring in our guests for tonight. So how about we get our babyface producer Nikai to bring them into the stream as I give them a proper introduction. They are both uh, two of the big bosses, two of the partners from Kumu. Uh, one of them is also a host of a Kumu stream where he talks about video games. It's called Usapang Retro. Sorry, and his Stan. name is Angelo Mendez. Yes, uh, Chino. Kumu, Kumu stream and PNA podcast. Yes, Retro. yes. Uh, he, it, Usapang Retro is a PNA podcast as well. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and uh, our other guest for this evening is... Uh, he is also a content creator who has spent time in the in uh, the military in the U.S. and in the education sector before he got involved into content creation. Uh, his name is James Rumor. He was also the guy who was responsible for the Tosino and the Pulangkabayo that rained down on our stream last week with Casey Montero. So let's welcome them in. James Rumor and Angelo Mendez, welcome to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, fellas. Yeah! Oh, man. I think you know where our business inspiration comes from. Now you know know where our business inspiration comes from. Yeah. So we got Angelo. He's the one with the boomer nickname on the lower left you got james uh in the portrait view how's it going gentlemen thank you so much for making time for us oh man oh this is uh, great of course we're we talking about yeah. making time this, dude we volunteered and like we were like what let's do this we ask a lot of people to be on our stream this is probably one of the only times where people asked us to be on the stream. so oh, thank you sure 
for sure. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Let's start yeah, off with company happy hour because I heard that the two of you came from company happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I don't know. Wait, I, I kind of want sponsorship. some of that. Alam ko na sponsorship, diba? Yeah. So, <laughs> cheers. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, the cool thing about Kumu and the culture that we have at the company, we're in, um, you know, it's lockdown. The company still gets together once a week, at, you know, as a team and virtually on Kumu, but in the private room, of course, we have our Inuman yeah. weekly and we get to bond with, uh, with we, get, we get to bond with the team. It's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> how big is the team and how, how, uh, how easy or hard is it to get everybody together? Oh, uh, um, no, James, pretty... James, 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 official and uh, official and uh, and affiliated. So get James. Yeah. This is James. <laughs> yeah. So uh, officially, we have almost like I think like ninety people officially, right? And then affiliated with uh, some of the volunteer staff and some of the uh, contractors we have, we have over almost 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 one thirty now, almost nice. 130, 130 folks with the Kumu with the Kumu brand logo uh, that's represented for us in the in the streets of Kumu, so to speak. Yeah, the mean streets of Kumu. They're keeping you guys away from mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> badian, badian. Hey, how yeah. come Ron, uh, so, so, Ron, go on the link, Ron. Ron is in the chat box. Why is Ron not in the link? I'm, I'm going to send him the <laughs> We actually plugged him. We actually plugged him as one of our guests for this week. So he's the yeah. third, uh, third representative from Kumu joining us on the stream. And I, I think your big takeaway from all of this is that it, it's how Kumu has been so helpful in expanding this community we have of viewers and listeners. Because before, before the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast got on Kumu, we would stream on Facebook. It would be the same guys, you know, very local niche following. And then we didn't realize that there was another floodgate we could open by jumping on the Kumu streams. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's the, that's the beauty of a Kumu is that we connect uh, Filipinos and people who love Filipino culture around the world through different things, right? So people like dancing, music, but shoot, wrestling? Come on now. That's, that's another, that's a whole different <laughs> genre that you, you can connect with more uh, Kumu users for sure. Yeah. So let's uh, I mean, start. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, Angela, Angela, please. No, I mean it's the perfect thing. Actually, before uh, before Podcast Network actually joined, um, before Podcast Network actually and Kumu partnered, I actually started a stream because I was interested in what you guys were do or what you guys were doing, and I wanted to experiment on how we could actually you know turn a live stream into a podcast, into a video, and then then when I found out that um, that Podcast Network and Kumu were partnering, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect. So I'm so happy. That wrestling, wrestling, it's like a, the cool pals. And um, who else have I seen on here? You guys are doing crazy stuff on Kumu. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Yes. So Thank let's you. get into the wrestling talk because I know you guys have been so excited to let your inner fanboys come out. Um, let's start with favorite wrestlers. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's an easy icebreaker. Angelo, James, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? And if you follow the scene today, who, are you, uh, who, who do you have your eyes on? So, yeah, James, you want to start off? Because I'm, I'm so uh, old school. <laughs> go ahead, James. You go. All right. No, no laughing. Okay. No judgment. Right. No judgment. No laughing. No, 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 no. Let's welcome Ron Farrow to the podcast. Finally, Ron, you're in the building. What's up? I was like, hey, 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 hey. Where's the link at? I know. I was like, where's the link at? Yo, what's up? What's up? Sorry about that. We got it. 
It's 4 a.m. Uh, where he's at, right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank I, you. Hey, thank you. 4.40 a.m. Thank you, right? 4.40 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the West Coast of, yeah. of the state. So welcome mm. to the podcast. Thank you for waking up. Yo, we also got to say that Ron is uh, donning a bullet club hat. Nice. I just wanted yes. to say I'm, I'm so happy that there is wrestling again here on Kumu. And James knows this. James knows this. But I was one of the first people to do wrestling content here on Kumu almost about two years ago. Wow. Um, That's true. So true. to see more wrestling fans, and at the time, there wasn't really a lot of wrestling fans on here. So now that I get to see more wrestling fans from all over the world, especially Filipinos that love this type of stuff, um, I'm just so happy that you guys are here. And now yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah, I didn't mean to cut in the conversation. Let's go. It's all, oh, it's good. all good. All good. Let's bring it back right to James. Right now, right? Favorite wrestlers and uh, oh, current man. favorite wrestlers, right? Okay. No, no particular order, right? But it's the... Uh, the I'm gonna open up right. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. It's it's a it's an oldie but goodie. Many people love him, especially in the hip hop community. But it's the one that can't. He, uh, he has a hard time holding these gators down. Okay, <laughs> that's the you know I'm saying. I go for the four horsemen. Woo, Ric Flair, number one. Uh, and then after that, it gets kind of it gets kind of crazy now. Wait, right, I thought like, I thought. Wait, hold on, James. I thought your favorite wrestler was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You told me that. You put told that, me that. Put, the, put that dude in the, in the chokehold and start cutting his hair at the end. That is yeah. classic. That is classic. Yeah. All right, so yeah. it's uh, Ric Flair, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake. I'm going to go with, you know, Razor Ramon, Chico. Right? I'm going to go Razor Ramon. <laughs> then I'm, I have to go with, okay. um, hey, you know, he's very colorful. Right? But you guys know this one, right? You know, it's the Coco Beware. Yes. Right, hey. right. Coco Beware is one of my favorites too. Um, I, then you go with um, there's no one higher than him. That's RVD, okay? Oh, I like RVD. Yes. Okay. okay. I, I don't know why okay. or how, but I like RVD. Rob Van Dam fan stand okay. up, right? Okay. And uh, uh, also um, one guy when I used to do this in high school all the time. I used to emulate him. I used to chew my gum, and I perfected it in high school. I spit it. <laughs> And hit it out like Mr. Perfect, right? <laughs> so th those are some of my classes right there. And, and recent ones, I'm gonna have to go with you know, uh, you know. All right, I'm a John Cena fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably a John Cena fan. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The the, the, the okay. WWE Magic Mike. I know, I know. And then I'm gonna go with the you know Filipino local with the TJP. You know, TJ nice. Perkins still doing it, doing it, doing it raw and live. Two time guest on this podcast. Oh, is he really? Awesome. Yeah. Yep. He's, and he's, nice. He's, yeah. he's a he's a one-time guest in Angelo's studio uh, when he came into the uh, came here his last trip. He's, he's yeah, we st we, had, we had to sneak him into uh because at that time yeah. we had the studio oh, yeah, at ABS CBN ABS. and then we oh. had to like hey, hey, yeah uh, they gonna get mad. We hella snuck him in because he had these like he had these badges to get into the building and we yeah. were doing that thing where we were like passing the badge back like yo yo bro just run in just run in. Yeah. <laughs> So those, no, the thing about TJP down. is my entourage pa That's why. Oh. That's why it's hard to seek him in because he's got an entourage in the team. Yeah, he. he that's, that's why we had trouble getting. Yeah, so we had four badges, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, but those are some of my. Those are some of my favorites right there. Just, just, just general favorites are those ones, some classic ones, and some newer ones, and that's pretty much it right there. But I, I'm, a, I've been a fan of WWE, WWF, WCW. What's the, what's the uh, tapes we used to sell, Ron, in high school? The Japanese ones. 
Oh, FMW. FMW. Yeah. So we used to watch that when I was in high school as well. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much it right now. But I, I'll take back tips, during these conversations. Angelo, what's yours, Angelo? All right, dude. Okay, so yeah, Angela, my, hit us up. Well, with first, your okay, first off, first off, my show is is um, Usapan Retro because I forgot the G. I didn't know you're supposed to use a G, <laughs> pero because um, I'm because I'm a freaking amboy, right? And then and then and then I made I made stickers already, and then I was just like, you know what? The show's Usapan Retro. I'm an amboy. Uh, we're gonna own it, right? Uh, and um, yeah, and and so 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 basically, I'm a retro dude, right? So um, my my era is basically the '80s, dude. I like you know like. Okay, my number one, number one all time is Ultimate Warrior. Okay, I don't know. It, oh. it was just like the whole, the yeah. whole mystique about him with the mask and like I don't know for like a neon dude, he was like the the coolest thing. And I really liked him because like, I like drawing his like his mask, and that was kind of like my thing. And and um, you know, that, that was my thing in high school. Of course, like Hulk Hogan, of course, Andre the Giant, of course, and then um, who's uh, Ultimate Warrior's uh, nemesis? Uh, Randy Savage, right? Randy Savage, yeah, yeah Randy yeah. Savage. And then um, just just for a randoms, dude, just a random dude i don't know why i really gravitated toward this dude the, the iron sheik that's about it he's killing it on twitter so oh he's the he's iron, back up the iron yeah. sheik shut iron up for real is oh twitter. man you should follow i need to follow him i need to follow the iron sheik oh okay yeah, so i knew he was cool i knew he was cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's still he's still relevant now yeah, and then been, um he's been yeah. problematic before problematic was a thing yes <laughs> and then um yeah and then for newer wrestlers um let me see i you know what i i stopped kind of following wrestling um around uh around the 90s when you know when when the ufc started right actually ufc i still followed it but then when the, when the world when the world wildlife fund made the wwf change their name i i kind of like i was like yo i'm out dude i can't believe you lost to a bunch of like tree hugging like 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 tree hugging granola eating like you know karens you lost to a bunch of karens dude <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's where i backed out but i gotta give it up because i would say okay only and i know her because of the because actually she grew up with us and she's down with filipinos uh ronda rousey she was uh she grew up in simi valley and grew up with my my cousins um when they're doing a uh, bj uh actually no uh, judo and she so she came through all the family parties and you know before she made it big she's like super super cool and then um yeah and then she did her thing Damn. in the ufc but she's like the she's like the she's like the one i'm, I'm rooting uh, cheering on right now but um so yeah so i mean basically my my wrestling knowledge ends at like 91 when the first ufc started and so that's what we got ron sora ron sora is uh, one of, also one of the hosts of uh, usap and retro and he's the, he's the wrestling dude in fact our first episode together was about wrestling video games so that's hey, why i was like yo man. ron you need to be on this show you need to be on this show okay ron yes. drop knowledge man what's up uh, <laughs> man first of all thank yeah, you ron, who, who are your favorites man wrestling wrestling podcast thank you guys for letting me come on um yo first off last year Last year, around this time, I got to meet one of my most favorite, beloved guys ever. You know what I mean? Got to have a picture with him. So let me let me show you. Flipping the bird on Stone Cold. To meet to meet somebody that maybe at a time I, I grew up a Hogan fan. My dad was the one that got me into wrestling. He would first take me to wrestling matches. And I don't mean to date myself, Angelo, since Angelo likes to talk about my age. 
but <laughs> my first wrestling event was in 1984 at the Cow Palace. My dad took me to go see Andre the Giant and a whole bunch of guys. So I was always enamored by wrestling. Um, I got to go to WrestleMania um, 4, which was on closed circuit TV. So I got to watch Macho Man in front of like, it was weird. It was just an, an arena full of people watching TV. And um, man, I've got to have all kinds of really cool moments. I could have went to WrestleMania that, went, that happened in Santa Clara. Instead, James' brother took that ticket from me because <laughs> I was in the Ooh. Philippines at the time. Yes. Um, and not only that, but me and James, at one point, we also got to work at the time now. This is about 98, 99, right, James? Yes. yes. Um, me, me and James were basically working for RF Video, which Ooh. was ba basically ECW at the time. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it was weird that the same person that was taking our phone orders was Tommy Dreamer. Wow. <laughs> and, and me and James just never knew that. Like we're talking yeah. to Tommy Dreamer the entire time and he was the one that was shipping our t-shirts, videotapes. So yeah. I got I got James watching into a whole bunch of like FMW like, "Oh, you got to watch this explosion piranha match." And we we yeah. would just watch these weird ass videos just cuz I come from the wrestling. I come from the WCW days, ECW, even Lucha. I went to Mexico to watch uh, Lucha uh, in Mexico City. So, I mean, I've, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Named my son after Andre the Giant. You know nice. what I mean? My son <laughs> is Andre. Respect. You know Respect, what I mean? Because yeah. that was, uh, you know, Hogan's best villain, in my, my opinion. So, uh, Stone Cold, one of my favorites. Um, Hogan, he's up there. I would say Undertaker, Jake the Snake. Um, out of the new guys, I would say maybe Bray Wyatt and also shout out to our homegirl Bailey, who's from the same high school as me and James. Hey, from East Ooh, wow. yeah, yeah, so yeah. I always, yeah. you know, I and I used to see her on the independent circuit when I would go and watch these high school shows, too. So, um, yeah, I'm yeah, super excited to be here and just talk about wrestling with y'all, man. What's up, boomers? My name is Angelo, and I'm bringing you the podcast that no one asked for and that no one wants, Usapan Retro. Here at Usapan Retro, we cover all the retro news from video games, anime, comic books, manga, toys, and other otaku news from the Philippines. Please check out our live streams live on the Kumu app every Saturday at 5 p.m. Be sure to check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look up Usapan Retro. I would say go check out our TikTok, but you know what? Boomers don't. TikTok. We stop on retro. We out. So you guys talked about trading tapes back in the day, and you mentioned FMW. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you guys know that Chris Jericho actually worked for FMW back in the mid '90s when he was uh, making a name for himself in Japan. Yes, uh, Lionheart, Lionheart, uh, Chris Jericho. I believe he also had came from Mexico after that. Corazon de Leon, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he's a man. What, what were the stories that you guys had from from trading tapes? Like, what was the quirkiest thing, I guess, of that era? Like trading tapes with one another that uh, you just don't really get anymore in this day and age. Uh, uh, the VHS things for for one, right? Just the just the having the tape in hand and it's so big, you gotta trade it, right? So you have to be, it's personal, right? You have to be there. Not like in the Philippines, you could have your grab, go take it to your person, right? So it's the the actual going to that person's house and trading it. That's that's one thing, right? And it was actual VHS. So 
uh, and, and also at the time, like, uh, Ron would give me an ECW tape with, with was it the uh, Sandman and then like the RVD is how I learned about uh, 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 learned about him when when Ron was trading tapes with me, and I think it was just like, oh man, watch this shit. Uh, it's like they're they're jumping off the way. This is before <laughs> WWE. They're jumping off this. They have they have tacks on the table. They have like you know like they, they have fire. I'm like, what the hell? This is crazy. <laughs> so that's what I remember when Ron introduced me to like it was like some like. It was like some some underground freaky stuff for wrestling. Like, damn, look at the blood! All the blood was coming out in ECW back in the day. So, but did you, guys, did you guys did you guys trade those, those backyard wrestling tapes too? <coughs> um, um, we dude, didn't really... that, that, that was a Southern California thing, right? Like, because yeah, that, that was thing was say, huge in high school. I was, was gonna <laughs> say, I was gonna say when me and James worked at this spot, we would have. Guys, you know, because uh, you know what what you had talked about was it being a, a tape trading culture. So yeah. we would yeah. meet these people. And not only that, but after a while, they'd be like, um, hey, I wrestle too. You want to watch my tape? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> bring your tape. So I remember one time me and James, we're just watching this tape of this kid. Yeah. And I think they're fighting at a elementary school, which was a baseball field. They were using the baseball field like a cage, so they're uh, oh, no. they were like, and, me, uh, and this is in the middle of a mall, okay? So it was, it was a booth. And, it was a booth. Yeah. It was a booth. It was a, like you know a cart, you know. So like, me and James are like watching these kids destroy each other while other people are like shopping. Like, hey, I'm here for a rock shirt. Wait, what the hell are you guys watching? You know. What I mean? so, <laughs> We'd have stories like that. We'd have, I mean, one aspect of tape trading I did love back in the day was just that of like, hey, watch, you've never seen this before. Like the first time I've ever saw a shoot uh, a shoot interview, I fell in love with shoot interviews. I just wanted to know the behind the scenes of what these guys go through to where whatever happens behind the scenes scenes seems more important and better than what I watch on screen. You get what I'm saying? Like, I got into, like, I'd rather hear stories of them driving seven hours for 25 bucks talking about they crashed the car because they were on drugs more than the actual <laughs> show itself. I would love those stories more. And that's how, I mean, I was very much influenced by by that culture of wrestling. So, um, sure. yeah, those tape trading days back in the day, I mean, everything, it's kind of crazy. We could find some stuff on YouTube, but there's other stuff you can't find, like, I have three tapes that me and James used to sell. Um, you guys remember Taz, right? Taz. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, He's still yeah, on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had he had three videotapes that we sold. One was a strength and conditioning tape. One was a a takedowns tape, and the third was uh, choking people out. So like we were like, damn fool, <laughs> he's really selling these. We sold these tapes, and I remember yeah. I basically jacked those tapes. Right, I was like, well, I'm gonna go jack this and record it. You know what I mean? I remember jacking those tapes. So you had the just, whole dubbing facility? Oh, yeah, at yeah. home? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. You know oh, what I mean? Man. So, like, I was getting tapes off of that, being able to trade that, like, oh, dang, Ron has a eight-hour compilation of the Hollywood <laughs> Blondes or whatever it is. James, you remember those? They'd have those compilations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah eight yeah. hours of the best garbage matches from Japan, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So the ra most random things we had, we we were trading and, and selling at that time. 
<laughs> along with along with all the other bootleg t-shirts along with the real ecw shirts uh actual wrestling yeah. belts so i mean that culture during that tape trading time you can't go back to those days we could relive it on youtube but it's not the same what me and james came from from back in those days yeah yeah you guys talked about uh, being there in the stands and actually selling stuff for, uh, for the crowds, right? That came over to these wrestling shows. Do you remember some of the names um, who ended up making it big, who you know were on that level before that you interacted or whose merch you probably sold? Kind of like uh, the Taz story that Ron told. Um, at the time, I remember when me and James, um, at the height of me and him working, um, that's when James, James really got into RVD during that time. And I think a lot of people were getting into RVD during that time. And you true wrestling fans, I know you remember the day that he debuted the Van Terminator. It was a brand new finisher move that he had. And he was going to debut it at um, Heat Wave 99 or Heat Wave 98. And I remember maybe a week before we had gotten that news like, hey, he's going to do something brand new this weekend. So when that leaked people were just waiting for me and james to dude put me on that put me yeah. on that you know put me on that list of you know because if if it was sunday if the pay-per-view was sunday by tuesday we would have the tape for you to buy you know what i mean which was the fastest that anybody was putting out tapes during that time yeah so sometimes we would get um you know um cer certain people would be up there because maybe certain fans were just learning for the first time somebody like an RVD. So that one was a name that stuck at, stood out for me. I mean, what, you know, what's the, um, what's the, uh, the, the, the TJP's Filipino partner right now? What's his name? The, Falaba. Uh, Falaba. Falaba. Yeah. So right, Ron, hit Falaba. Uh, we used to watch him with my brother. Um, yes. Come up wow. and he was like in, like in the, in the independent circuits in the indie yes. circuits for sure. Yes. And yes. he used to dab us up. Like, what's up dudes? What's up guys? Just like, and he'll just like, me and Zon Ron, just that's how he acted, just like us. He'd be like, "What's up, dudes?" And then super now cool. You know, he's on his on his way up, right? So it's he's cool. on Impact now, right? He's on Impact yeah. with TJP. Um, he was one of those yeah. guys that when he was first campaigning to get on um, Impact, he used um, social media like Instagram to, "Hey, I'm a Filipino guy that has this kind of gimmick." He was the first wrestler, also that I was like, "Hey, man, what's your finisher?" I've never asked a wrestler that in my life, like, hey, man, what's your finisher? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, what? You know, what? hey, what's your finisher? And he'd be like, sidewalk slam, boss man, boss man, sidewalk slam. I'd be like, oh, shit, okay, okay, that's tight. You know, like, yeah, yeah. so he was very cool to me and James and to Steve back in the day to, like, um, I'm actually trying to get him on Kumu. You know, hopefully we can get him on Kumu. Maybe you can get him on the wrestling podcast. You know what I mean? I'd love to say. Oh, oh you, to no, say, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. We already reached out oh, yeah. and you already replied. Yeah. He is a great. There we go. He is a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great dude. So I'll, I'll always support him. He's always supported um, me and just whatever I've done. Like he really looks out for Filipinos too that kind of just do their own thing. So shout out to Falaba, man. I told Falaba too the last time I was like, hey, bro, I downloaded you on uh, WWE uh, 2K19 pool. You know what I mean? Like, I downloaded you, dog. You're the only Pinoy killing shit right now, blah, blah, blah. So he's, you know, he, he shows us love, man. Yeah, shout out to Falaba, man. I appreciate him.
So great you, that Ron brought up the video games because uh, Ro and I just popped in WWE 2K19 last night, and you know we just started playing again because we're bored that we're all stuck at home again. But Angela <laughs> yeah. has a great story of video games of, of like the vintage wrestling video games that a lot of people from our generation Beaters. probably never even got to touch. So let's oh, get right man. to it. Like how do you how, how do you even find those games in 2020? Oh, dude! I I walked through. Go the, to Angelo's the, house. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if you can see my background right here, but I got the the OG I Nintendo. I got the GameCube. I got a I got a Genesis got a there. I got a, a Sega Master System in a box. I got a, a Super Famicom, Super Nintendo, and then over here I got my Famicom and my Super Nintendo. Nice. But yeah, I pretty much got every like vintage system. But um, you know what, what? What was the first game we all started? Well, the Green Man uh, Pro Wrestling, right? Uh, yeah, Pro Wrestling. Oh. Yeah, Pro Wrestling. That was our. That was the oh. first NES game with, 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 uh, with uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, yes. Amazon, the Green Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then like um, Starman. yeah, I think yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Starman. Yeah. Starman. But I think uh. Yeah, I think my, my my favorite era actually is the last era. That's the last I knew about wrestling was like in the uh, where I really followed it was still in the early two thousands. Was the N sixty four era of uh, uh, of yeah. um, uh, the N sixty four era of wrestling games for me were like my favorite wrestling games. Yes. Um. Yeah, man. Like. Yeah. So I mean, actually, Ron got me going on the vintage hunt again, where I've been like going through all the mean streets of Manila. Like, uh, well, now I got to do like Facebook Marketplace. But <laughs> before, I was just knocking on like I was going through like I was like, okay, where was there an American base? I know there has to yeah. be a bunch of American <laughs> stuff there. So I would go to Subic, walk around the streets, you know, find all the <laughs> junk dealers. I would go to Angeles, like you know, and yeah. So that's pretty much like yeah, I've been like hunting. And then I went Ron, who's also a video game fan, and our first episode together uh, before he joined the show was wrestling video games. And I was just like, "Yo, bro!" It was like one of the best episodes like we had, and so that's how it pretty much Fun. got started yeah. recollecting um, wrestling games again. Angelo, I'm gonna give you a tip. I don't know if you know this, but Baguio City has a lot of like smaller flea markets. That's oh, also I know about great... Baguio. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Right, go to the yeah, but, but... up. But they know about the pricing already, man. They jack up all their pricing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know about the, the the ukais. Like you know, Baguio was like the Baguio was a gold mine. Like in yeah. the in the late two thousands, like yes. mid mid to late two thousands, Baguio oh, wow. was a gold mine. They didn't know what like you know their their trash was just like highly collectible. But but like now they know what it is, and it's 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 selling for a lot now. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna so, say Angelo get a uh, virtual pro wrestling part two. That's Japanese yeah, game, yeah, well, pro well, wrestling part two. Yeah, I, I do like the Japanese. I do have like the was it the Nino Kuni games on um on on GameCube, or the, not Nino Kuni? Sorry, um, what's his name? The Muscle Man. What's yeah, the Muscle Man. Kino yeah. Kuban or something like that, right? Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if I'm saying the name right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love those but, games too. Yeah, th those those are tight, but yeah. <laughs> Angela, you, you talked about that video game that you and Ron did on your first episode together. What was that game and how was it like? Like, how can you describe it best for the current wrestling fan? Which game? Uh, that video game, that vintage game that you and Ron covered in your first episode of Usapang Retro. Like, how do you oh, describe we an old no, we went through wrestling game for the current fan? We went through all of them, actually. <laughs> we went for all the way from the Famicom. All the way up to I, I, my I stopped at N sixty four and yeah. then Ron brought it all the way to the current gen. So wow. uh, yeah, so so I mean for me, okay, like you know before it was like A and B, right? You had punch, punch, kick, right? Punch, kick, and if you put both of them, then you could do a grab, right? And then right. you pretty much didn't know like. Yeah. Especially with like uh, with uh, pro wrestling, you didn't really know what you were doing, right? You would just kind of just wiggle. Timing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was timing. And then like, yeah, but the new games when you have the, the toggle sticks, like I'm lost there, dude. Like Ron, Ron, James, did you still play that? Uh, are, are you still playing wrestling? 
No, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, when I play video games, it's always just basketball and football now. So I, I it's been a long time. This, probably Nintendo 64 is the last time I did play some good wrestling games. But I do want to get into 2K. So 2K is the, is the series to go with right now. If if we're going with, with yes. modern uh, wrestling games, I mean for yes. for what it is, I think they kind of stopped this year because uh, 2K20 had a disaster year. It was yes. such a disaster that everyone kind of left it. That's why the 2K19 servers, thank God, are still up. So, you know, so 2K19 um, is the one to get then. 2K19, yeah, well, yeah, for me, absolutely. 2K19, 2K14, if you're more of an old school fan. Yeah, yeah. Is 2K14 is what's it? What systems is 2K14 on? Um, I think that might be on the three, but um, okay, no, it's on the PS4 as well. Oh, is it on the four? Okay. I was gonna right. say that. Oh, no, 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 it's not. No, 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 it was on the PS3 last. Yeah, yeah, you're I right. Think yeah, it was right. On the okay. three. three, but that's more your era, Angelo. That's with the Hulk Hogan's, that's with the Ultimate yeah. Warriors, um, and and that's the last time that they still had a story editor. You can make your own stories, your own storylines. So, so I was two, oh, yeah, 14. That, All right, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, I'm going hunting, guys. So, <laughs> yeah. so you guys mentioned all these different games and how you consume wrestling in that form. If you guys had a grail game, if one game that you need to have, what would it be? Of all the mm. wrestling games you pick out. Mm. Let's see. Uh, it's definitely. I think I'm gonna go with, um, dude. Probably WrestleMania 2000 on the N64. Great, great. Yeah, show. WrestleMania great 2000 N64. Yeah. Is, is that the set? No, I think for for me Nintendo 64. I'm gonna go with the one with the uh, with with the NWO, the first one. When oh. NWO. WCW versus NWO. WCW Revenge, versus NWO. Yes. I, that's yeah. that's the one I have to go with right there. That one I mean, is amazing. But, but we're all agreeing. <laughs> the the wrestling games were yes, the best on N sixty four, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a PS one yeah. guy, PS two. I was guy. gonna say I'm gonna change up. I'm gonna change up mine because I'm one of these guys that subscribes to the best wrestling game of all time, which is why I want a PS five. Which is why I want a PS five. <laughs> I do because I still have a copy somewhere. I still have an original copy of SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Ah, yes. Yes. Oh, that, so, that is the holy grail of games. Yeah, yeah. That is the holy grail of games. <laughs> and that's where, as far as I know, I think that's where a lot of us real true wrestling fans, that's what we want our game to be like. Yes. You know, to, to be like. Yeah. So mm. if, not that, if not that, I would say... Um, Probably N64, uh, No Mercy, or Virtual Pro Wrestling, which is a Japanese version virtual of Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Virtual Pro Wrestling is tight, dude. Yes, yeah. Virtual Pro Wrestling Part 1, Part 2. I know AJ Styles said that Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 is his favorite game of all time. You know what I mean? So shout out to AJ Styles and stuff like that uh, for loving that game. But um, I would say Here Comes the Pain. That's that's probably mm. my, my my favorite one. And the nostalgia of uh, what? That's PS2, right, guys? Is that PS2? Yeah, PS2. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, arguably also one of the greatest consoles of all time. PS2 uh, best-selling console of all time by 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 a lot. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's yeah. certain games that you can't go back. I'm to not sure how it was in. Game. I'm yes. not sure how it was in the U.S. where if people could just like pay, say, like two dollars or three dollars and play on a PS2 at the mall. Because when I was growing up, no. I didn't have a PS2. I remember. So I was one of those kids who I went to the malls and pay fifty pesos to pay, play for an hour of "Here Comes the Pain" on PS2. No, they oh, didn't have man. it like that for us. They didn't have. No, it we had malls, rentals. But... 
yeah, yeah we, we had I rentals. Mean, we, there was like the rental system where like you could go to a I, store. I do, store I do feel your it. pain yeah. because when I was growing up, I had to do that system because I used to go to the uh, Samar, the province of Samar, uh, <laughs> summer times, and we didn't bring Coin. our systems there. So we had to put the coins up, man. I'm like, man, and it was like, you know, I, I did. I so I feel the pain of paying to play the wrestling games, but it was at some like some wannabe coffee shop or or or, or <laughs> you know, I was like, what the hell, like. It was so frustrating. It was so frustrating because you know the auntie would only let you play for thirty minutes only, and it was like, all right, you know, it was like, it was like, a, it was like a palenque shop. Those I'm were like, the man, days. I don't want to play this, man. You know, my own hey. system. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Eddie so, Green Hills um, and other malls. Yes. Sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, I also remember Circuit sure. City. That was another popular spot here in Manila, where you know you I guys had a yeah, you, guys had, you had a real Circuit City. You guys had no, a no, it was like, no, it was a spi- it, it was a like, knockoff Circuit City. <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't the real Circuit City. No, that's no, not no. the same, man. Yeah, but I, I mean, like we've been hearing like it just um, happened to be the same name. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, was that also in like in Vero Mall? I heard Vero Mall was the spot back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. Vero Mall was the spot. Yeah, yeah. Back in uh, early, early late nineties, early two thousand, even all the way to. I saw those 80s. old photos of Vero Mall, like back when it was all still concrete before yeah. they blasted out and put the escalators. That place looked hey, you, tight. You know dude. what we didn't talk about is like our, the actual arcade uh, WrestleMania. Oh, right? Right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, the, the actual arcade one that got whoa. I remember playing that, that got a lot of my quarters. That got yeah. a lot of my quarters, James. I remember that. Yes. That's one of the, the games Ultimate Warrior about. with Ultimate Warrior. And, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Superstars? Superstars of wrestling yeah. or something? Superstars like that? wrestling. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was more. What, what's the one that uh, that Capcom came out with? Um, and then the, uh, it was like, was it Slam Masters or Saturday Night Slam Masters? Slam Masters. Yeah, that was my yes. game. And then, and then, they, and then, so, so the first one was hella tight because it was like, it was still like a wrestling game. But then the second one, right, they flipped it up and made it like Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Like, you remember that? Yeah. And it, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was yeah, but that was like the yeah the, the, that was like one of the games that like I spent a lot of quarters on. Um, nice what, what's his name is a wrestler on there too from Final Fight? Remember? Uh, uh, Hagar. Uh, Hagar. Hagar. Yeah. Your face is you're so Hagard. <laughs> <laughs> so he would he would be a every Saturday time. Night Slam <laughs> every time some girl says that about another girl, yeah. it just it reminds me. Hagard. You're so Hagard. <laughs> I want to. I want to do the, the uh, jumping I, double leg kick. I, yeah. I gotta ask you guys this because you guys have a different perspective, having grown up in the U.S. Mm. as opposed to us here in the Philippines. Um, in in the U.S. among wrestling fans, do you also have that kinship where you find somebody wearing, say, a Bullet Club hat or like a, a WWE T-shirt? Do you find that instant kinship as well? Yeah. Um, for Kinda, me, yeah. The, when you used to wear the NWO, when you used to wear a bullet, I mean, a resurgence with bullet you know bullet club somebody across the street would be like well hey, was it bam rocking a bullet club you know like, when, when he went on the show yeah so that's what i mean you get that kinship of like if i happen to be wearing a i mean i got a lot of vintage wwf shirts still from back in the day so sometimes yeah but that's all like that's like that's what like the girls are rocking right now like th- that turned into like a hot thing where it was well, like the, yeah. like, See, like vintage the wrestling shirts. The bootleg ones the bootleg ones but yeah. then mine still has wwf Wow. Um, you do know you call I mean? them out? Do you hype beast them and be like, yo, you're bootleg? <laughs> I, I try to do it. Like, yo, check out this. Official. I'm like, yo, check this out. So, like, I, I think you do get that kinship of. I remember, and this is a story that I'm going to bring up with James here. And 
we were one of the first ones, me, uh, me, James, his brother. We were the first ones to ever wear NWO shirts at school. Oh, yes, yes. So that was big. They're like, you know, for this is Sadie Hawkins Day, which is uh, like Twins Day. So just imagine a whole bunch of Filipinos wearing NWO shirts. And then it just, everybody was like, they loved wrestling <laughs> yeah, from there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, you guys um, made the statement? <laughs> we yeah, made a yeah. statement like, hey, we're, we're going to yeah. come out here with this NWO stuff, you know? And, you know, people are rocking the Hogan gloves, they're rocking bandanas, you know, yeah, just like, yeah. what the hell's going on? But it, it becomes something. You do have that kinship. Like, if I happen to see, let's say, any of you guys, Ro, Chino, Stan, if I see you guys at a comic book store and I see you guys wearing a shirt or whatever, I might be like, oh, nice shirt. You know what I mean? Just because yeah, yeah, us yeah, heads, yeah, yeah. we really know like, oh, sure. man, he's wearing he's wearing a Rey Mysterio shirt or he's wearing a Eddie Guerrero shirt. You know, like that's kind of that's not just a John Cena shirt or that's not just, you know, so we'll see that stuff, too. You know, we'll, we'll, there is a kinship, uh, I would say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Right. Have you guys Wait, attended ha, ha- uh, these big events like. Sorry, no, Angelo, go. No, I was going to ask, like, you know, uh, the tape trading back in the, uh, like, back in the day, how did you guys tra- tra- trade tapes? Like, was it Betamax tapes? <laughs> like, 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 how did that work in the Philippines? Chino, I never got around to doing it. Chino's the older one here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually got around to trading VCDs. Like little birds. Oh, 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 wow. Vera Mall, right? Yeah, you guys mentioned Vera Mall. That's exactly where I got my wrestling tapes back then from. Oh, I, I would go to Vera Mall and they'd have these bootleg compilations. Like, kind of like what you guys have. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Best of Bre- the best of Bret Hart or the best of Shawn yeah, Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you buy like five or six, six of these things. You go home. You binge them like it was Netflix, and then yeah. you return them the next day, and you, you, uh, you send it out to friends, or you do whatever yeah. it is. Good times. Yeah, it's good times. VCG? Uh, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Chino. <laughs> Chino, I was going to say, um, I got to also live in the Philippines, so I got to watch a whole bunch of you know wrestling out there, too. I love the fact that they're in the Philippines. I could watch a pay-per-view for free. Yes, Dude, we got to pay $60 for a pay-per-view. You guys are yeah. watching it for free. So there was a time, though, that you guys weren't wa- playing it for free. So let's say if it was on Sunday, I would go to – shout out to my Muslims. My Muslim uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday. On Tuesday, they would have a copy already. Yeah. Like, Oi, run, Galing Divisoria, Galing Divisoria. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, man, I'm just saying, I love the wrestling was, culture quick. out there. Yeah, they're fast, bro. If it's Sunday, yeah. was a pay per view. Tuesday, nasa Divisoria na yon pare. No, but to be honest with you, to be honest so like with you, the DVDs aren't a thing here. Anymore, obviously, yeah, but I not, still go not. to Green Hills for my action figure fix because I collect action oh, figures. Oh, now. Uh, me too. Well, me, uh, Stan. I was gonna say, me and you were on the same level. Although I will say, I have an 11 year old son who has just um, he embraces wrestling now. How we embrace wrestling. Um, I gave my entire um, elite collection. My wow. yeah. So. He has stuff from like maybe 2000, whenever they started, Mattel started doing the Elite, like the first series, that stuff. I gave all that stuff to my son. He is, that's now his, you know, I was like, you know, that's your, yeah. So, but I still collect till this day. 
Angelo knows I'm a big toy guy too, so I'm always collecting. And uh, yeah, and James knows this too. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like I've I've been James also uh, collects uh, some some wrestling figures and stuff. I started too. collecting yeah. Japanese women's wrestling magazines. <laughs> <laughs> the Joshi, the Joshi <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I have a few of them. That's actually not that weird. It's that's it's actually normal. not that weird. It's actually yeah. pretty yeah. normal, yeah. Yeah. People yeah. Oh, well, do that. Yeah, th- th- actually, I got into it because uh, of uh, Mega Drive or, or Sega Genesis. Um, God, I forgot her name. Uh, the a- Lady Angel or something like that. And or, and she and they came out with a game just for her on the Mega Drive. It was like one of those like 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 hard to find games. And I found it. Then I kind of followed her career. And then I found out this whole like underground like like Japanese women's <laughs> wrestling magazine scene. Yes. <laughs> and then I found a shop when I was in a I went to Akihabara and I found a shop and it was just that. It was just all lady Japanese lady wrestling magazines. <laughs> I was gonna say James, what's the name of that uh, Japanese? library or japanese magazine bookstore that we used to go to it has a whole bunch of uh kine, uh, kine is that kino kino yeah there you go there you go yeah i would go that's to those the spot places. i would go there and buy all my japanese like this is during 98 99 2000 so that's how i got to learn a lot of all japan pro wrestling new japan pro wrestling i got to learn a lot of that stuff by buying those magazines along with buying all those shoe magazines they got they got good books at that place they got good books at that place actually the last part yeah i actually the last time i was there i almost although i because i didn't have money at or i didn't have money to spend at the time i almost did use my credit card to buy the the shinsuke nakamura um biography that book that he, <laughs> he I just put i out. got that book <laughs> um is it worth it oh you got it yes totally worth it. great oh, book shit. Well, thank you, Ro. I got to now add that to my Amazon wish list or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that, dude. I got to so get it somehow. I got to get it It's good lockdown reading, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, my wrestling book library is huge. I'm a huge. Right, I buy, right. I buy, I buy all, I, all books. I got to, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll try to get this stuff my signed man. if I can. So I got a lot of books also. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, I, I, got, I got a question up for you guys, for all three of you. Uh, you guys play video games a lot, so I'm gonna ask you who your favorite wrestling character in video games are, like King's Tekken, uh, Tekken King, uh, King in Tekken, uh, Zangief oh. and Street Fighter. You know. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. This is a good question because all the wrestling <laughs> characters usually suck in video games. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the fighting games. That is not true, man. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 let me let me answer first, and these guys can go. I was gonna say go ahead, go I, may, maybe I can't pick one, but I love the whole Tekken, um, you know, King, and who's that, who's his counterpart? Uh, Armor, Iron, King. Armor King. Armor King. Armor King. Armor King. Yeah. I love that entire storyline of like, you know, he's getting revenge because you know how it's whole. It's a lot of intertwining in, right. in there. So I would say. For me, probably, probably uh, that entire saga of that. I mean, that's why I play Tekken. I, I play specifically to play, um, you know, Armor King or or whoever else. I, I was it Dark Resurrection where you get to change him into the Tiger Mask. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tekken Five. Oh man, I I could not stop playing that because I was like, wow, I could actually be Tiger Mask in here, yes. and you yes, know what yeah. I mean, and be him. So I love uh, that, and, and I know the last the last Tekken they did Bullet Club stuff. Right? Yes, yes, they did. Now, so, some of you yeah. can wear Bullet Club stuff. 
even has the Okada stuff. The Okada yeah, the Okada stuff. Yo, shout out to the Rainmaker. You know what I mean? But I was going to say, like, those, that's what makes me want to buy a game. You know, little things like that. Um, I know Brawlhalia also. I don't yes. know if you guys, Brawlhalia. Brawlhalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the knockoff uh, Smash Brothers, Smash. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the three knockoff... WWE guys on that game. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that they put those guys because I'm a big, you know, I'm a big up, up, down, down fan. So yeah. when, I, when I saw Xavier, you know, Woods on there and everyone else, I was like, okay, I got to I gotta download this game. And I, it's actually not that bad. It's for a knockoff. Wow. Uh, for a knockoff Super Smash, it's actually pretty good. So I would go with those. Okay, guys, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm going. I'm, yeah, I, I'm going with Hagger, dude. Like Final Fight is one of my favorite games of all time, and like Hagger is my dude. I would go for that. And then that, he's he's the one that transferred me into into Sam into Slam Masters. So yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. That, it sounds like such a my, basic answer, my, but that's my dude. <laughs> mine's kind of mine's very obscure. It's a, it's a it's a common wrestler guy. All right. I'm going with the. It's an American football game. It's going to be 1990, I think, 93, Bill Walsh College Football. And you could be The Rock in the Miami <laughs> yeah. University of Miami football game. <laughs> and he was back up to number 99. <laughs> and he was like 94, I believe. Not, num- yeah, number 94. 94. Yeah, and 94. He was, he was behind Warren Sapp. And he, Warren Sapp yep. was NFL superstar great. So having Bill Walsh College Football, and you could be, but you have to, to sub him in. You have to sub him in. Because you know? <laughs> he so, wasn't a starter. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I was a big, I'm a big time football and basketball video game fan, right. fanatic. And, and then I, that's, I know for a fact that when I was younger, I used to love, like, okay, that's The Rock. So I, I used to have, I have all the college football games. And used to go back to that just to play The Rock when I was like, like it was like three years after uh, he, he, uh, he left. So it was pretty crazy how that, 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 that I used that for my example right now. <laughs> Man. Did you have to see Brock Lesnar in Madden 06? That's true. Oh, Dang, that was a crazy pull right there too. That's a crazy pull. He's in that one. He's in that one. He's in the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> nerd, nerd alert. Nerd <laughs> alert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm like I'm like looking through my games right now. I'm like, oh, wh- who am I gonna pull out right now with wrestling characters right now? I was like, I was like, I know I know more than this. But... No, I thought someone was gonna pull, pull like Bull Talkfield from Virtual Fighter or something. Ooh, yeah. I like that too. Okay. From where? From the which one? Virtual, virtual Fighter. Fighter. Virtual yeah, Fighter. Virtual Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, used them the, too. I used them too. But anybody could anybody could always choose Sergeant Slaughter too, though. In, in, in oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> that's, that's easy oh. to pick right there. Yeah. Oh, I love that pick too. What about babe, What about what about you guys? What about the host? Yeah. I mean, you know, throw it back to you guys. What? What? I yeah. mean, who do you guys like? No, I'm a king guy through and through. So king is okay. my. I'm second. Do, do you, uh, do you compete king like professionally? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Tekken? Tekken? No, no, I don't. Dude, I've been finding out these like these underground like Tekken clubs. Well, like a few a few weeks or a few months ago, actually a few years ago, I've been finding out these underground Tekken clubs all over all over Manila. They're just like they're like these like yeah they're like they're like so every weekend on Sundays like these I find these houses or these like you know just like coffee shops where everyone just goes to play Tekken and then like once a month they have a big giant Tekken meetup where like they all represent that house or that clique or their club <laughs> and then they have champions so th- this is crazy underground Tekken scene in the, in the in the Philippines yeah are we I not supposed to talk about it like are we not supposed to mention it no I think so they're getting um, actually a lot of them are getting the pro contract this is before like the pro contract stuff started coming out for Tekken yeah. before like, uh, like you know before 
pro players started emerging in the Philippines. But I remember like this whole like underground like Tekken scene, and it was just like in the most randomest places in the like in, all, all over the metro. Somebody Ooh. just this week just offered us like because we're doing some type of convention, which wrestling wrestling podcast you should be there I think as well uh, on Kumu for sure uh, later on this this yeah we're having, we'll talk about the later but then the uh, a Tekken group that does these tournaments approached us like can we do a Tekken tournament on Kumu. I'm wow. like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got, I got to talk to Angelo about that. That's the, that's the man right there. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah. So it was, it was kind of weird. I just bring up Tekken because we just heard about Tekken this week, you know. So or yeah. last week, rather. it's a culture. It's a, it's a culture in the Philippines for sure. Yeah, yeah. it is absolutely. You got, yeah. get, you got, you got a burgeoning Tekken scene over here. And one of our yeah. friends is a known uh, Tekken broadcaster in the scene. Yeah. Oh, which one? Which one? Broadcaster. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we got our friend Poch, uh, Poch Estrada. Who is a commentator? Yeah. Yeah. For the, that's the, sick. That's, <laughs> that's so dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. He's he not just a commentator. Is. He's also the ring announcer for PWR, which yes. is his, there we uh, go. local fan oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Oh, sick. I was nice. at the CJ Perkins PWR uh, when he yeah. was here last. So like, there's, there's oh, a wow. big intersection, and it just really goes to show how you know all these all these fu- uh, fun interests that people see are niche just bring people together. For sure. It's the best, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather bond over like my my passions than like you know, over to some like other corny ass crap. <laughs> I don't know what to say right now. Did you mention that you were at the TJ Perkins show last year? Uh, yeah, it was was uh, I guess it was October, November, right? Uh, yeah, was, like, uh, October, October, yeah. October. Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, it was October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were all three of you at that the show event or? The, no, I, actually, I first met TJ. It was really funny. Um, the I don't forgot who it was. It was like the, the city of uh, it was some travel like tourism board thing of the Philippines. Like brought a bunch of like uh, like famous philams, and then they had this crazy like oh, luncheon yeah. dinner thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the first okay. time I met TJ, and like yeah, it was just like it was just super funny. Like oh, uh, he was met, a super yeah, cool dude. But remember that uh, dude? And I was just yeah, like, yeah, yo, I, I'm hanging out with this TJ guy. <laughs> Before uh, the PWR match this year, Angela and I uh, w- was drinking at bottle service with TJ Perkins at the Miguel concert. Random. <laughs> it was random. At the, it was at Palace or something like that, right? Without yeah, 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 yeah. And then, we yeah, were yeah, uh... bottle service with TJ Perkins right next to us, and he was hanging out with us. It was within our mutual friends, and that's how we first met him. And then we did the interview in ABS, and then I went to the show. Uh, what's that? Oh yeah, there? that's what that's when you first met him, and then and then yeah. I was telling you, yeah, yo, that, that I met that dude. He was, yeah, he's a, he's like a pro wrestler, yeah. and then um, yeah, and then out then he James started fanboying, and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's all right, cool, bring him on. Yeah, and then and then we uh, interviewed him, and then we went to the P, then I, then I went to the PDR, uh, PWR match. Yeah, yeah, that was a huge event for the Philippines too, right? That was that was huge what, to get wrestling out there like that. What was yeah, the biggest event in the Philippines? That yes, one, like, like the one that nobody James produced that. that would have to be it. Yes. Okay. How about, as, of, how about, really? as of currently, right? As of <laughs> yes. everything that's happened as so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was huge, huge. Hey, that that it a mess. Hey, Ron, like that. Yeah. Event so like that event that James is referring awesome. to, uh, Roe and I worked that event. Oh. oh nice. Wow. What, you, yeah. What you guys oh, do for wow. that? So we were in the match with Jeff Cobb, uh, the match that Jeff Cobb was in. Ro got thrown around by uh, Jeff Cobb, 
Oh, you were I taking bumps, bro? Yeah, yeah, I was taking bumps. <laughs> <laughs> you're my hero, That's bro. That's tight, dude. You're my hero, El bro. What what bump did you take? What kind what kind of a bump did you he, take? He he put me in the 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 merry-go-round. He called I think he calls it the merry-go-round. I think something like that. Uh, he okay. he tossed me around, and it was it was pretty light. Uh, he was he was okay. strong, but he was also gentle. If that makes sense. <laughs> Hey, the sign of a true worker, right? The sign oh, of a good worker, that's true. right? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Sometimes it may look painful, but they are like touching you with kitty gloves, and you—they don't know it on TV. They don't know that you're being handled yeah. very carefully. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, he's true a legitimate wrestler and all that. So, so Ron's been handled. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you this: my my best bump, my best bump. Okay, it was a dirt, and I tried. I have the I have the WWE network, so sometimes I I took one night where I had gone to a Thunder. It was a Thunder taping, maybe in ninety eight, ninety nine. I had an NWO sign. This is during the Wolfpack days. Yes. I had a I had an NWO sign that was this. It, it, it was a West Coast sign like this. It was as big as me. Okay, it was as big as me. Security took my sign away. They took my sign away and gave it to somebody else that was on the hard cam. Me not knowing, me not knowing, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my sign back. So like a dumbass, <laughs> I go over there. I go over there to take my sign back. Not knowing, not knowing there was a hardcore match going on at the time. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm yelling at some lady. I'm like, hey, give me my sign back, blah, blah, blah. She's like, this is my sign. Security gave it to me. I took a bump. All of a sudden, I took a bump, a real bump, right, where I fall over. And then I look up, and it's like, it was like DDP or somebody, like, fighting with somebody. <laughs> I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but as much as I try and find that show, it's it, it was a show that happened like 98, 99. It was at the Oakland Arena. Dark match also. Goldberg versus the Giant for the first time. Dark match. Oh. But I was going to say, um, nowhere on that tape is my bump there. But when my friend watched it live, he saw it. He goes, bro. I seen you take it, you know, like you, 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 you got edited out. You got edited out. I got edited out, dog. I got edited out. So, but I remember taking the bump because that was a hard bump, yo. So it was, it was yeah. a probably like Rose bump, but I took a hard bump, dude. I took a hard bump. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah my bump story is probably closer to Ron's than it is to Rose because I was. Please I was telling, tell me. Uh, Please tell me. Last week. Uh, oh, it was courtesy of Casey Montero. <laughs> All right. You took a bump from KC? What, what, yes, what was yeah, so so we had this storyline right? yeah. where we were going up against each other in 2016. So we were both managers. I was the babyface manager. He was the heel manager, and our jobs were on the line, right? And at the climax oh, of the it. match, I get up on the apron, and then Casey joins me in the apron. And he's just supposed to give me a slap, just a light tap. But in the heat of the moment, he balls his hand up into a fist. Clocks me on the jaw, knocks me the f out, and I fall down to the ground. He and gave he you a gets real kicked in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets kicked in the face, and all 260 pounds of him falls on my ankle. So I end up with a twisted ankle at the end of the night. <laughs> what a disaster! Oh, oh no, dude. 
Is this, wait, is this on film? Is this on film? Yes, yes, it I is. Believe it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, was uh, a bump worth it though? Was a bump worth it? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. But sure. KC's over here throwing potatoes. You gotta open up right before you gotta open up like this. Like, why is he throwing? Damn, Casey. Damn, Casey. <laughs> uh, we could go all night just uh, <laughs> talking about all of these, all of these uh, crazy stories. But you know, um, just as we wind down here, uh, I want to get into uh, get into Kumu a little bit again and talk about um, for our listeners and our viewers how easy it's become to just become a content creator, especially now that we're all stuck at home, we're all twiddling our thumbs or you know, uh, finding ways to just make productive use of our time. So like, uh, wh- wh- um, what's the easiest way for somebody to get started on, on this platform? Man, just oh, download man. the app yeah. and yeah. go live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so, basically like, yeah, just taking a... I mean, what I always tell my friends, because a lot of my friends are like trying to go right now, like trying to figure it out. But a lot of people like have analysis paralysis where they want to know this, that. And it's kind of hard to describe to somebody what to do if they've never turned on Kumu, right? So my big, my, my, my thing is like, first, download the app, go li- like download the app, watch a couple of live streams and go live. Mm-hmm. That's like, mm-hmm. that's like the, the quickest thing to, start, to yeah. start your journey. And then to yeah. piggyback off what Angelo says, download the app watch some people immerse yourself a little bit go live and then when you go live have a nice cover poster that's easier for them. <laughs> that's more easy for the eyes you have a nice cover poster then people will, will come to you and then while you're in there while you're doing your live for the first time you act like those eight viewers is eight thousand viewers yep okay 100 yeah. percent. and then also my last thing right there just for the first ones listening up read the comment box give your shots out in the comment box and Eight. own your comment box. Once you read the comment box and master that, everything else gets easier because you're learning how to engage your audience. Because at the end of the day, it's only you and your camera and those in the comment box if you're not doing a co-host, right? So that, that's my, my only advice for now for the early starters right there. Own yeah. the con- comment box. What's yours, Ron? Yo, to piggyback what James has uh, said also, I've been on Kumu now for a long time. I use this platform at first almost three years ago think about that almost three years ago i shared my platform to share my artwork my music or whatever that is it turned into me having the longest running episodic podcast on kumu seven thousand miles <laughs> seven thousand yeah. miles and not only that but seven thousand miles has actually brought me to things like wrestling wrestling podcast to usap on retro i didn't i was not a live streamer bro I was not a lot. I and James knows this. Uh, it took me a long time for uh, for him to convince me to get on this app because we weren't we don't really do this. The last time me and James, man, let's be honest, dude. Hey, some girl, some 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 Filipina streamer from somewhere in Asia gave a wink at Ron and he was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Ron was sporadic until he started the until he started the triangle, right? <laughs> um, I can neither to take to take a catchphrase from Sir James here. I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> any of this going on right now. But I will say this, I mean, to use Kumu as a platform to do things like the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, I mean, this is what we've been waiting for for a long time. James knows true. it, Angelo true, knows true. it. We've been, like, almost almost probably six months ago, he goes, hey, remember where we were talking about 
last year. He goes, this is it right now. And to have people from um, from different walks of life talk about something so nerdy like wrestling, man, I'm. it makes it makes this stuff not embarrassing. Because I know we've talked about, hey, wrestling could be embarrassing to some people or whatever that is. But like here, I feel safe. It's a safe space. It's a brave place on Kumu. And this type of stuff we can talk about here. So yeah, man, there's no it. WWF Karens hunting you down, trying to trying to get you to change yes. your name. Yes. <laughs> straight up, straight up, straight up. And not sure. I guess as a last question before we yeah. get to our plugs, if you're trying to get on Kumu, how the hell do you get those gems? How do you get those tosinos and the pulang kabayos and all that stuff? The, how do you yeah, make it get rain? Get those garlic hills. How you? Do you dude, James up? James gave the key to the kingdom already. You gotta engage. You gotta engage, yeah, and you gotta, yeah, you gotta, engage. Yeah, you gotta engage. And and it's not just on your streams. You gotta go on other people's streams. You gotta meet the. You yeah. gotta meet the other streamers. You gotta meet the community. You gotta meet the teams. Uh, you know the strength in numbers, and you know like. I, I I could see I could see wrestling wrestling actually having the uh, uh, a community based around your based around your content on Kumu. One hundred percent. I could I could yes. totally see 100%. like uh, like you guys having a fan club on Kumu, and it's yeah. it's so easy to build one. You, all you gotta do is, is just talk to people, invite them to your streams. Like you know, just 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 wander around the app. Yeah, and I think another thing too is like, all right, how do you uh, how do you gift right? So I mean, one thing is like promotional coins, so to speak. Promotional coins and gifting to me is when you play some of the programming games that, that Angelo's team runs, like Quizmoco, when they have coin games, and win some coins, right? If you want to spend no money on the app, you want to do it for free, play all the, the, the official games since you're not doing anything at home during, during lockdown, everyone, right? And play those games, get some coins, and then go around and gift people. By gifting, you're showing love and showing respect and doing also, hey, I'm gifting, hey, what's going on? My name's... Uh, my name's uh, Rose, so uh, come through my live stream later on. I just gifted you. So th- they remember the small things. Mm-hmm. They remember st- the users remember you staying on their app, on, on their live stream when nobody else is on. And you're saying, hey, cool, nice song. Oh, you're so funny. And now they're going to come back oh, to you and say, hey, come back to the wrestling, wrestling podcast when you're free. And that's it. That's, like, that's the easiest way to get those gifts start going, right? Regardless if it's a, any, and if you get a hollow hollow, Especially when you first start, you better give props to that hollow hollow and, and treat the hollow hollow like a Malacanang Palace or Chocolate Hills. Especially for the starters, you treat every yep. gift like it's the biggest gift ever. Yep. We we, we, got, we got to show an example. Hey guys, anybody watching the Wrestling Wrestling podcast, drop a hollow hollow, and we're, we're gonna show them. We're gonna show them how we're how you're supposed to react. Hey, yeah, please do. <laughs> so Rose, checking the Kumu stream for us right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, hey, 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 oh my gosh! There you go. Now you got now you got the comment box excited. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, 88. I'm following you, man. Now you gotta follow 88. Thank you so much. Follow, with and, and follow for follows as well. It's good. Yeah, yeah follow, 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 follow 88. Follow. Yo, 88 Castiel. Uh, yeah, Castiel. Thank you so much, man. I'm following you now. Um, when you get a chance, you know, stop by, uh, stop by Usopp on Retro on Saturdays, and that's how you build a fa- following in a, in a fan base like that. Yeah. You two more things. All right. I just want to say two more things here. One of them is gonna, you know, one of them's from me. I usually treat my, I treat my podcast or my shows or anytime I'm live streaming, I treat it as, you know, it 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 is your it is your world. You know, whatever you want to build in your world, this is how you present yourself. And not only that, one more thing from the great Vince McMahon. 
from the great Vince McMahon. <laughs> um, anytime you're up here, could be the first time somebody's seeing you for the first time. I treat my live streams like that, just like that too. That's one thing I got from Vince is I treat my live streams like this could be the first time somebody's seeing me. So to make the, you know, um, to make the connection with that, I, it might feel like Groundhog Day for the last two or three years. It might feel like Groundhog Day that I keep doing the same stream over and over. But for somebody, it's a brand new stream. For somebody, how many episodes there, you had now? Uh, I just did uh. one thirty-eight tonight. I did one thirty-eight. <laughs> yes, I did one thirty-eight tonight. You are the most like one hour bangers. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one hour. Yeah, that, should, that should be your show, dude. <laughs> well, I did. I did say it is the longest running episodic show here on Google, which yeah. is from Monday Night Raw, the longest yeah. running episodic show on Halloween, right? So yeah. there we go. It's the same and reason why we that, brand ourselves that way. But not only oh, that, awesome. but here's another. Here's another. Uh, you know, shout out to AEW. They did indirectly give me. Um, my family name for my team here on Kumu. Shout out to the Elite X. You know what I mean? Um, I, I did want to say um, that something like AEW has inspired me just because these were guys that all of a sudden wanted to do their stuff off live streaming on YouTube, and all of a sudden they got a deal. I kind of see Kumu the same way. We're live streamers. All of a sudden they gave us a deal. We're the best thing. That's happened to COVID, to summer, to whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like Kumu is AEW. That's how I feel. Like you know that that yeah. that's what it is. It, it's guys yeah. that really love the product, and they wanted to make content for themselves and product for themselves. So, um, I, I'm super glad that you asked all of us to be on here, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So shout out to you guys, man. For I appreciate sure. you. For Thank sure. you. Yeah, man. No, thank yeah. you guys. Thank you guys for making time for us. It was really fun geeking out with you guys and just making new friends out of you guys and knowing that we've got this safe space. So if uh, any of our listeners and our viewers want to catch you on your respective Kumu streams, where can people find you? Well, uh, uh, Ron, Ron, start with your solo, then uh, oh, James, okay. then, then, then we'll do our team one. Yeah, um, so, I have so a whole bunch. I have a whole bunch of shows, guys. My main one is Seven Thousand Miles, the longest running episodic podcast here on kumu i also have the best friend show <laughs> with me and my girl liana uh, we talk about a bunch of criminal activity it's kind of cool um, um, <laughs> um i also have um usap on retro also with angelo fridays uh 5 p.m and not only that but uh i'm on kumu social tv also um with utaku so um today uh for the month of august i believe uh Today, mga 5 p.m., that's when I usually go on. Sometimes I talk about wrestling, comic books, movies, and all that stuff. So mm. shout out to Wrestling Wrestling. I appreciate you, man. I'm a, bi I'm a, I'm a big fan now. I got Lester, I got Lester laughing you. at you right now, Ron. Yeah. Lester, Lester laughing because you said the wrong time, dude. Yo, so, my fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs> so, my fault, so Ron and I have Usopp on Retro like with Sonya Smith. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah yes. So, so, uh, so Sonya Smith, Ron and I, um, we do Usopp on Retro on 5 p.m. on Saturday, Manila time. And it's man, it's just my outlet to nerd out and just to find other nerdy people. And I got, I got, we got Lester out here and a couple of the other viewers um, on this stream right now. Shout out to you guys! Thank you for, uh, thank you for joining us Shout over out. here. Please yeah. follow Wrestling Wrestling Podcast too, guys. If you guys have liked the content, I mean, I've loved the questions that these guys have been uh, throwing out. <laughs> Bathala, <laughs> bros, pangin check. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
for me, real quick, I, you know, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, shout out, so much love, much respect for bringing us on here. Um, Hell this is yeah. Like, this is like the ideal type of show I always wanted on Kumu. And you guys Hell brought us yeah. to the table there. You know what Hell I mean? Yeah. And then, Hell yeah. For, my, for me, you can find me at, at James Rumor. Just spell my name right here on the, on the title right there, at James Rumor, at all my social medias. Uh, if you go to my IG page, uh, it's like it's like the highlights of every single night of all the Kumo users tag me on everything. So if you want to see a highlight of what happened in Kumo last night, just follow my IG page. You'll see everything that happened the night before. And yeah. for me on Kumo, when I go live streams, uh, it, no no title anymore. I used to have some shows, but now I'm, I'm thinking about doing some new content. But right now, no title. But I do bring that energy. I do sound like a wrestler when I'm talking and doing my live streams. He does. He cuts hype, promos all the time. He's a it, promo yeah, cutter. Yeah. <laughs> James cuts pretty good promos. He cuts pretty good promos, yeah. guys. Yeah. So that's up. where I'm at right there. So uh, much love for Wrestling Wrestling Podcast as well, though, y'all. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Right. I was going to say, too, make sure you guys save this stream so we can watch the replay for the Kumu users on here. So make sure you guys post this to the timeline so we can watch it. Just so I can rewatch it and I can share it on my social medias, too. I would love to share this stuff on my social medias too as well. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. W- w- when does the podcast uh, actually come out? Is it like right after the show or? No, no. It comes yeah, out so tomorrow. The audio only version goes up in the following day. Ah, okay, oh, cool. Sick okay. fool. I get to share it on my Facebook and like, yeah, hey, I'm on a wrestling yeah, podcast. Yeah. Hey, and not only that, but James knows how petty I am. <laughs> I have other wrestling groups. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, have other, I have other wrestling groups. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, hey, yo, uh, check this out. Check uh, this out. Uh, hey, podcast, boy. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, dog. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much, Angela, James, Ron. It was great meeting you guys and just hanging out with you guys tonight on Kumu yeah. and on Spotify. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to let you guys go. And, um, you know, next week it's going to be an even bigger stream as if this wasn't big enough already because next week we've got the Sniper of the Skies. Robbie Eagles is joining us on the Wrestling Wrestling oh, Podcast what? next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight, man. Oh, so Eagles of New oh, Japan Pro Wrestling is going to be calling us straight from Australia. We're going to have a lot of fun, oh, and uh, we're close things out with a little thing that we call the pick of the week. So this is when Chino, Ro, and I, and Camus, when he joins us, uh, we just share one match that we really love from the oh, week. I love there's this. so much wrestling to go around. So okay, if you could gotcha. pick just one match or one segment, what would that be? Let's start with Ro. Hi, so I'll go with AJ Styles versus Grand Metal League from last week's SmackDown. For the Intercontinental Ooh. Championship. They're making him a working man's champion, and I respect that. Hmm. True. Right, Gino, you know, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week comes from NXT. is the triple threat match between De- between Dexter Loomis, Finn Balor, and uh, what's the, uh, Timothy Thatcher. And that's for hmm. a slot at the North American title ladder match. North American title? Okay. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ron? Do you have a pick of the week? Like something from the last week of wrestling? Uh, something from the last week of wrestling. Um, damn, I don't know if I had watched this last week. I had barely... Well, hold on. Just because I saw something absurd. I don't know if you guys had talked about this last week, but I seen um, 
the the bar fight with Sheamus. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a good five minutes in your life, it's it, right. It's only like five minutes, right? Yeah, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, five ten need, minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you guys need a good five minutes in your life, go watch Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. It's a bar fight. Um, I know with uh, WWE, they're doing a lot of matches like not in the ring right now. So that one cinematic matches, yeah. Yeah, cinematic matches. That one's it's not too bad. So I think James, you would like this one. James would be like, oh. All right, all right, all right. James would do yeah, this yeah, yeah. at the end, he'd be like, Oh god, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna close it out with my pick of the week, which is from AEW. We talked about this earlier. It was MJF State of the Industry address. It is a front Dude. runner for promo of the year promo already. Of the year. MJF year, straight bro. fire on the mic. You gotta watch it. Uh, please devote like five to ten minutes of your time. Yeah. James, watch that. James, watch that. I love, I love promo, so yeah, I'd have to watch it for sure. Yeah, MJF promo stayed on oh, that man. note. Crazy. On that note, episode number three hundred fifty-one of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is Ooh, in the books. See, I'm James trying to get Rumor, to that Angela level. Mendez, Ron Saura, thank you so much. Thanks, on guys. On behalf of Chino Liao and Romaran and Raf Gamus, who's on the bench, my name is Stan C. Saying thank you. We'll catch you next week on Kumu and on Facebook Live and on Spotify when Robbie Eagles checks in and joins us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Peace out. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>